If you are just getting started with the NGSS and 3D teaching, I want to invite you to check out Bring Wonder Back, an on-demand video series designed to help you understand why moving through the textbook and teaching topics is actually crushing your students' curiosity and what you can do instead. It's going to help you shift the work of learning where it belongs by building your understanding of explorations and discovery-based teaching practices. And finally, I'm going to help you take the first steps toward transforming your students into scientists through 3D learning, which is really what the NGS is all about. You can access this video series at iExploreScience/wonder and get ready to bring wonder engagement and a love for learning back to your science class. All right, to the show. Welcome to the Teaching Science in 3D podcast. My name is Nicole Van Tassel. And I'm Erin Sadler. And we are two science teachers dedicated to helping you cut through the confusion and meet the intent of the NGSS so you can master all three dimensions. The NGSS can seem totally overwhelming, but implementing these standards doesn't need to be. Hey everyone, it's Erin Sadler, and for my Thursday thought, I wanted to talk about one of the biggest mistakes that I made when I started trying to make the shift to NGSS in my classroom. So the summer before I made this shift, I went through the PDF documents of all of the performance expectations, and I had an idea of what this would look like in my classroom And I had an idea of how I would use student-driven learning and what that would look like. And I really believed that I could do all of this at once. I really believed that I could make these wide sweeping changes all at once and by myself. At the time, I was a team of one. I had another science teacher at my school, but she was teaching different classes than me. So we basically taught opposite schedules and I was teaching three different preps. So I was teaching seventh grade life science, um, biology and chemistry. And I thought that I could do this all at once and it would be totally like no big deal. I'd be able to do it. And maybe you're not in exactly the same position. Maybe you have teachers that you're working with or maybe you don't have multiple preps or something like that. But I think that a lot of us are in a position where we do a lot of our planning by ourselves. And it's a lot to try to do all of these things at once. One of the things that I love about the NGSS is also one of the things that I dislike about the NGSS. They're rich and they're deep. And the theory behind them is significantly different than what most of us have done in the classroom before. I find that when I think that I've got it totally down, I read another article or I see somebody else do something and I'm like, oh man, I totally didn't see this one piece that was right in front of me because there's just so much to it. There's a lot there. And as a result, I ended up building a lot of things that weren't usable again in the next school year. And I also think that I confused my students because I made so many changes at once. So what I would do instead, if I had it to do all over again, is I would focus on one or two things and start the school year with that. Earlier this week, I talked about starting with the cross-cutting concepts, but it's totally... (laughs) totally within the realm of reason to start with a science and engineering practice like modeling or something like that. 
I suggest that you get really good at using this one thing in your classroom and maybe coming up with some systems so that it works well for your students. So for example, if you are going to start with the science and engineering practice of developing and using models, maybe you come up with a graphic organizer that your students can use over and over again. And then from there, adding on another layer. So maybe if you've started the year with modeling, you'll bring in the cross-cutting concept of systems and system models and teach students that within a model that there's components and that these components make up a system and work from there. So another really great thing about these standards is that they're very easy to layer and there's so many connections between them. So for example, within two cross-cutting concepts, there will be a lot of overlap. So like between systems and system models and energy and matter. Systems and system models asks for students to identify how energy is transferred within a system and energy and matter is in a major cross-cutting concept within itself. There are also a lot of connections between the cross-cutting concepts and the science and engineering practices and within the science and engineering practices themselves. You can kind of think about this as like building a cake or something like that. Like you add one layer and you make sure that that layer is very stable and then you can add another layer. And once that layer is really stable, you can add another one. But if you start by building your cake too high um, all at once without checking for that stability, it can collapse pretty easily and cause frustration. So that's not the best analogy, but you know what I mean. So um, you might be able to tell that I don't bake, so that might not have even made any sense. But I just want to put it out there that you have total permission to go slow so that you can build a much more rich three-dimensional environment in the long run. And that's my Thursday thought, and I will talk to you soon. Making sure that your lessons are three-dimensional isn't always easy. While you don't need to include all three dimensions every single day, you do want to make sure that each dimension is regularly addressed. I developed a really simple 3D planner to help keep me focused. It helps me track which pieces I'm using in my daily lesson plans. It only takes me five minutes to fill out, and it helps me notice patterns in my own lesson planning. For example, when I first started using it, I noticed I wasn't including the cross-cutting concepts as often as I thought I was. Just by recognizing this, I was able to focus on this one piece and improve my lessons. Right now, you can grab the same template that I use for my own planning for free. Go to sadlerscience.com slash 3dplanner to grab yours. That's sadlerscience.com slash 3dplanner.